With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To celebrate the return of football, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is giving all users a no-brainer to start the season. Have you ever heard of a football team losing by 100 points? Well, for week one, DraftKings Sportsbook has moved the spread to Kansas City plus 101 points for all users. So even if Kansas City loses in historic fashion by 100 points, you would still cash your bet. That is a no-brainer. Plus, DraftKings is giving away up to one hundred million dollars in prizes to all users who enter their free football survivor pool. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS to take advantage of this no-brainer of an offer. That's promo code MHS to get in on all of the action for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Other terms and conditions and restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Hey, Alex, I'm not a big fan of this camera shot behind me shows my bald spot can we do something about that is that possible i mean i don't have the same type of hair that you have or, or you know danny has or even mace has so if you can protect me a little bit i would appreciate that okay just uh i mean less would be yelling at you i'm just making a friendly suggestion you're good hey, with that? yeah i'm used to you wearing a hat though yeah well i'm not wearing a hat today i'm i'm showing off oh. the little hair that i currently have yeah. Yes. Every once in a while, I like to break it out as a big surprise to everybody that yes, I do well, have you, hair, although not much. You're doing all right, though. You are not George Costanza clinging to the strands of a once thriving society of hair. You're doing a lot better than that. Our next guest, Sean Keeler, has more hair on his face than I have on my head, and that oh. bothers me a lot. With that, I want to tell you about Sasquatch and Wildcard Casino. They are in Blackhawk. They are giving away $10,000 in cash or up to $20,000 towards a new or used recreational vehicle of your choice. Giving that away on September 13th. They have really loose slots. They can't say I can because I've been there plenty of times. Go to Whale's Tales. When you walk into Sasquatch, go to the far right corner. That is my spot. And when you go there, don't forget to bring a mask. And, of course, you have to wear a mask. And they're going to have a sports book soon at Sasquatch Casino as well. By the way, if you want to watch us, you can do so on milehighsports.com. You can see my bald spot, or you can uh, join us on the Granite Liquidators Twitter feed, at Mace Denver, at Eric Goodman. Go to graniteliquidators.com. Time now for our Between Two Ferns segment for the lead. 
The Lead is presented by Brews and Cues in Castle Rock, also home of Holy Smokes Barbecue, the most unique shop in Colorado, carrying wood-fired grills, rubs, sauces, accessories, high-quality meats, along with an outstanding craft beer selection, wine, and spirits. Everything you need to be a backyard grilling superstar. Sean Keeler, how are you, my friend? I'm good, man. You are more obsessed with my facial hair than my mama. Well, you know what? Mace has a lot of facial hair, too. The question is, does your facial hair wrap around the back of your neck all the way down your back? Not yet. I'm trying. I'm trying for this easy top. You know. Uh, and remember, Larry <laughs> David said, bald is beautiful. Yeah, well. You know, I, curb your enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. you got to love it. Well, Mace, you met my father over the weekend. Fortunately, you didn't get a chance to see it. Uh, we just did. Uh, we just talked about Sasquatch Casino. And I'm not exaggerating when I say this. Um, if my father hiked shirtless, people would think that he's the big beast. Fortunately, I don't have those jeans. Fortunately, I don't have those jeans. <laughs> this is a great image for a Tuesday. Uh, it is, isn't it? We're talking with Sean Keeler, columnist for the Denver Post. Great headline today. Outstanding article. Uh, Jamal Murray is the Nuggets postseason MVP, but Michael Porter Jr. and Gary Harris deserve game balls, too. The question is... Do you believe the Nuggets' defensive intensity will be there again tonight? I think it will. I think I'll be real curious what Quinn Snyder's chest move is because he wasn't born last night either. Um, because clearly, Price moves. Hey, Sean, do me a favor. Uh, Sean, you're you're cutting in now. Could you talk directly into your phone or your headset? Yep. Or thank you. Yeah, is that better? Much, no. much better. Okay, sorry. No, it's the beard. You know, I can't get it through. <laughs> it muffles the voice. No, right. I, you know, I'd be curious what Quinn Snyder's counter is going to be. Uh, right. Given that, that clearly having Gary Harris back, mixing some of that up, and frankly having a little less of Monte Morris, which sounds totally counterintuitive to what you would want, has been a good move. Uh, and having to kind of, you know, in the last three games, that chess match is going Michael Malone's way, and full credit to him for getting those buttons pushed, whether that's B.J. Dozier or, or just trying to get in the head of, of Michael Porter Jr., that you need to be a complete player and you need to be a mismatch on the other end because we need you. So what does it say then for MPJ that he has a night like he did on Sunday where the shots aren't falling but he found a way to be make a positive contribution. He found a way to do better at the defensive end, and he got 12 rebounds. I think that's the whole complete player thing. You know, it was funny listening to, to Malone yesterday talk about, he kind of denigrate the word specialist. He went, oh, special. I'm like, dude, the NBA is full of, <laughs> it's full of specialists. You, you play one. His name is Tory Craig. Um and, and I, but I get that what he where he was going. Man, I actually agree with Michael Malone. Whatever you think of him as a coach and as a guy, he talks sense ninety five percent of the time. Uh, and he, his point with with MPJ was, if you're going to be a star, you know, don't be Dale Ellis. You can you can be a complete guy, or you can just be a shooter. Bang 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 bang. Showing my age uh, there when I make that reference. But but you know that. So I think for a game like that where you're just kind of a zero offensively, but you hang in there and you're able to do the other 15 things that they want you to do and they need you to do because you have an athletic skill set that if you can devote some time to that too and to put the effort in. I mean, it's, the thing about the Nuggets, 
that's bothered people, and I'm sure you guys have gotten into this too, is those those first three games, and certainly games two and three, felt like an effort thing. Defense is effort. Yep. Getting after people and executing yeah. stuff, it's just effort. They're as talented as the Jazz, but when the Jazz can't miss, that gets to be a you thing. I think the game can be too big for you if you're a young player on the offensive end. And, of course, as I say this, uh, Porter Jr. is going to go off for 25 tonight. I don't think he will, right? But but he might. He certainly has the talent. But I don't think the game should be too big for any player, to your point, on the defensive end with effort plays and grabbing rebounds and playing. There, there's no pressure, I think. Not no. There's very little pressure to play hard and to give effort and to play defense in the playoffs. There is a lot of pressure to hit a big shot. And right now, Porter Jr. is just not ready for that role. I think the spotlight right now in that arena offensively for him is just too hot. And fortunately, he has two teammates who have proven in the playoffs, not a long-standing history in the playoffs, but at least last year and now this year in Jokic and Murray, where they can hit big shots and be consistent offensively. Yeah, and that's a big help, too. This has been such a good week for Jamal Murray that way. Uh, Whatever happens tonight, that's the big winner, not just, you know, on the court financially, but what what he said about some of the the social movements going on, the the kneeling, the the emotion on the court. That's a guy that is now, you know, I made fun of Shaq in print, you know, Jamal Murphy. I don't think anyone's going to call him Jamal Murphy anymore. I mean, him and Spider Mitchell are clearly one in 1A in coming out of this, regardless of how their teams finish up. Yeah, but with with MPJ and defense, you know, control the things that you can control. You can't control something going in. But And I say this as a terrible lifetime rec league player. I can control how hard I defend. I can control my efforts. I can control where I'm at relative to where the team wants me. That's, again, straight up and everything. And I wonder how much of an impact that has on a neutral floor where you're really, again, you talk about the effort stuff. You don't have that crowd for or against you. And some guys feed on that in different ways. And what's weird is how somebody like Murray is better when that's not there, although he's played well enough in hostile and in good environments too. But for somebody like MPJ, it's, it's, it's informative, it's educational, and yet it's not totally realistic because they're not with that crowd there. I mean, if we're in, in here at Pepsi Center tonight, that's a different deal, man. I mean, you know it, and it's a different deal if they're in Utah or L.A. or anywhere else. Okay, so let me ask you this. If the Nuggets lose tonight, oh, is this come season... on. Can't hey, we save yeah. this for tomorrow if they lose? Why do you have well, no. to be so negative, Mason? What are you, what are you a hey, journalist? I, I, oh, wait. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, wait, you know what? But, uh, wait a minute. Kisla's not on the line. So we don't have to talk about negative stuff. All right. Let, let me just finish my question, though. If they lose tonight. You're laughing, aren't you, Keeler? You're laughing, aren't you, Keeler? Or, or because of what we saw from Jamal Murray the last three nights, because of what we're because of what we've seen from the Nuggets overall the last couple of games in in battling back, have we learned something about them and about Jamal that can help them long term? And this is another step on the road to what they hope is a championship equation down the line. 
let me say, I think even if they lose, it's not a failure. Because let me ask this, how far did you see them going in this environment two weeks ago? Beating the Jazz. You think they were going to get to the be, Western Conference Finals? It, it would be a failure if they didn't beat the Jazz. They're a better team and they're a more talented team. So, yes. They are, they are a better I, team. I, it, it would be a failure I, not to get to I the second round. I think it would be a disappointment. I'm not going to say failure because I think, again, everything down there is weird. I think yeah. everything about 2020 this way is weird. Let's, let's put it this way. If the Rockies make the playoffs, they're an eight seed. Again, more hypotheticals down the road. They somehow, you know, the hand of Odin comes down and smokes half the Dodgers, and they somehow are able to beat a Dodgers team that's half racked by COVID and get to the World Series, win the thing. There's a parade. I mean, there's a party. It counts. It all still counts, but it's not the And they're having to play the playoffs in a bubble. It's not the same. So I say that because I sort of give everything a bit of a half asterisk. Oh. How do you get that in the papers? You know what? You know what? Listen, here. I, I, Mace and I have a real problem of, of running over our brakes. I want to I have this conversation with you. I want to have this conversation with you about this because Mason and I talked about the whole asterisk thing. I think it'll be a greater accomplishment to win a title in the bubble. Hmm. It, and we'll t- and you know what? And maybe you'll get an, a, a, col- a, a column idea about it. Maybe you'll actually listen to what Mason and I have to tell you. <laughs> you want to stick around? For, can you stick yeah. around for the next segment? My beard is willing. Let's because also, I, I, w- I want to talk <laughs> a little bit more about your column as well. But Again, uh, and this will be our tease going into break right now. I think whoever wins the NBA championship and whoever wins the NHL championship should be applauded for the most difficult title to ever win in the history of sports. How do you like that for a tease? <laughs> You're laughing at me, aren't you? <laughs> no, you make the big bucks. There's a reason. No, well, if, if you consider $3.27 an hour big bucks, then you don't world. then you make a lot less than I do. <laughs> we'll talk to Sean Keeler after the break. So if we're gonna go it all Let's Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Granite Liquidators Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. I got to tell you about Parker Trail and RV. You know what? Since the start of COVID-19, a lot of manufacturers have shut their doors for an extended period of time. Inventory is limited. Okay. So if you want to get something from Parker Trailer and RV, the supply chains, specifically in the aluminum business, have broken down. So if you need a trailer, if you need parts, if you need something fixed, get over to Parker Trailer and RV right away. If you see something on their lot, make sure you get it right away because stuff is running out. Go to Parker Trailer and RV. You can find them in Parker. Go to parkertrailers.com. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by Best Deal in Town. If it's computers, TVs, or any type of electronics... 
Best Deal in Town is the place to go in Englewood. Or go to bestdealdenver.com. All right, let's bring back Sean Keeler from the Denver Post. Terrific columnist. Wrote a great column today about the Nuggets. And I want to dive into something that you said. And that's where I want to go with this uh, for this particular segment. You said, well, if the Nuggets lose, you know, it's an odd type of season playing in the bubble, so on and so forth. Did I hear you correctly by saying that? You do. Yep. Okay. I said that. It wasn't the beard. It was my mouth. <laughs> okay. So with that, I am a firm believer of this phrase. No one wants to hear about the labor pains. All they want to do is see the baby. Everybody is on equal footing right now. There's no such thing as home court advantage for the Nuggets in tonight's Game 7. They have to play on a neutral court. Everybody is dealing with bubble life. So it's not just the Nuggets. So if we want to say, well, you know, the Nuggets lost because they're living in bubble life, so are the Jazz, so are the Lakers, so are the Bucks. Everybody is playing on equal footing. Footing. It's not like in a football game where it's raining on one side of the field and it's sunny on the other side of the field. All these NBA teams have talent, but to play in the bubble, generally speaking, being away from your family, having to wear a mask everywhere, your social life isn't what it used to be. Mentally, it is a grind. There are two types of talent, physical talent and mental talent. And I think mental talent gets completely overlooked. When you play Game 7, you have that advantage because you have the fans behind you. In a Game 7 tonight, the Nuggets are on a neutral court. They might have some virtual fans, but it's not the same. So I think for the team that wins the title, will not only show they're the more physically gifted team, but they are also the most mentally tough team as well. I'm going to do something I hate to do. Something that Andrew Mason hates to do, too. I'm waiting. Yeah, and you're going to love it, though. Go. I'm going to concede to your point. Oh, my God. Andrew, did I, you hear whoa. that? Did you hear that, Andrew? Did you hear that? Ah, uh, I heard that. Well, oh, and I'm not sure I can always get those. there. <laughs> Go ahead, Sean. And let me tell you why. Now, when you asked me that question initially, I'm going to qualify that. You say, would you, is it a failure if they bow out of the first round? I thought this was going to be a weird playoff situation before COVID and where this team was going January to March anyway. So I'm going to stick to what I said. I don't think it's a failure given that they've come back with seven and that Murray has become a national superstar on this stage one. Now, that said, it is damn hard to win anywhere from what's it going to take. Four series, 16 wins, yep. 17 wins mm-hmm. away from home. That's hard to do. All the teams are playing. Really all yeah, the teams right. are all away teams from home. Playing road games. All the teams are away from home. All the teams are playing road games. That is a great point and a fair point. It changes and changes the context of what that championship means, as it will in the NHL, as it may in baseball. If it gets, if that gets bubbled, which it sounds like they're trying to somehow. Yeah. Shaking my head because I'm not quite sure how you're going to make those logistics fly when everybody <laughs> pretty much making the field. But they're going to try. But, yeah, where, where we're at with the NBA and the NHL, yeah, these are basically you've got to win those 15, 17 road games to lift that thing. That's different. You're not sleeping in your own bed. You're not having a normal April, May, June life. You're in one place, yep. and you're probably sick of it, aren't you? Yep. 
I mean, it's great. You kind of get the Disney World stuff. You probably kind of like going to a bowl game. You know, they take you down there and you do all the, the Shamu and the SeaWorld stuff. And they, I know CU Buffs fans, sorry, I forgot what this feels like. You do all that stuff. Coaches get them you know, all out of the way Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And the rest of the week is about football. Uh, I think they're kind of done with the Shamu stuff down there and the Mickey Mouse stuff. And, yeah, they're probably sick of looking at each other. So, yeah, it's different. And it may be more impressive in that context. I will grant you that point. So, for team, whether you're talking about it, the Nuggets or the Avs or anybody else, if you have a team in the postseason that falls short in this unique, unlike anything we've ever seen environment, before their club, before the front office considers making any changes, do you think that every team should just say, okay, hold on here because we're not, I, hopefully we're not going to face a situation like this ever again. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I think, yeah, and that's where I bring up the half asterisk is I think a lot of teams in the big four leagues are, are looking at this. I'm not going to say, to Eric's point, not better or worse, because you can see, yeah, it's more impressive, but different. That this is, you know, this is the season, you know, here's your old man reference. You know, this is the season JR got shot. You know, and then it turned out all to be a dream. Okay, there you go. And I remember that. This is that dream year that you're not sure really ever happened. That is an unusual deal. It's a different deal. It's, it's fake chimp. I mean, it's, it's not what the typical environment is like. So I think that is going to take Andrew's point. That is going to affect some of the decision-making and some of the reactionary things because I, I'd be almost... <laughs> More disappointed if if the Avs can't get out of this round than the Nuggets out of the first, because I guess I just had a higher bar for them and saw more talent and a better path uh, before these injuries and <laughs> goaltending, you know, merry-go-round hit. You know, did you really believe, Sean, that the Jazz were going to beat the Nuggets in this series? Looking at their roster, knowing they did have they didn't have Bogdanovich, their second leading scorer. I know that Gary Harris was out. He's a big defensive guy for them. Look what he's done on Jordan Clarkson. He held Jordan Clarkson to his worst game by far. And by the way, you brought up something about Mike Malone. I think if the Nuggets would have lost yesterday, or they would have lost their previous game, people would have been calling for Malone's head, saying, look at all this talent on this team. You know what? He made a move I think that a lot of coaches would not have made. They would have put Gary Harris on Donovan Mitchell. I think that Malone was smart enough to say, Mitchell's going to get a lot of his points, but we can't let the secondary scoring come from Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, and and, thank, and Conley, too, and thank you for bringing that up. But that was the point of the piece today. Right. And the point that Malone made yesterday is, when you, and I'm sure Quinn Snyder thinks the same about Murray right now. When you've got somebody who is at a Jordan level and is just going and is on the same floor, neutral floor, and can't be touched, or, you know, make your hot goalie analogy, that's what Murray is right now. You, what, what's been different about five and six is, is Gary Harrison Clarkson and Conley and or uh, Ingles never getting it going, not having that third guy. I think you've got a baseline with Mitchell now that's ridiculous, and you've got pretty much a baseline with uh, with Gobert that you've got to trust and get help on and get convince MPJ to help there too. 
And then those two guys are really the X factors tonight. Is if that second and third wing guys aren't feeling it, you got a shot. And, and you have a better team and you have a better defense and you should be able to do that. I think he knows that's key and that's what was key about about Harris coming in and why we'll see more of him tonight. You wrote another piece uh, this week. You wrote about the Rockies, the, the headline, Will Nolan Arenado be the straw that breaks Jeff Breidich's back? So for people who haven't read that column, what are you getting at? <laughs> I think that was in December, brother. I, I think I oh, really yeah. it. Oh, my bad. Well, first, oh, yeah, well, but, you know what? It was happy, weird. It was like, if, here's what I'm, happened. I'm like, sending if, this one out. Okay, yeah. When I look at your page on the Denver Post, and it says featured stories, and it's and literally the date says August 31, 2020, and I'm like, whoa, this is weird. All right, my bad. All right, forget I asked. No, that. hey, that sucks. Yeah. it's above my pay grade. <laughs> yeah. every, last Christmas feels like five years ago. Doesn't uh, it? <laughs> Sean, just just to, just to close it out, and, and, and yeah. you know. As far as making excuses for the Nuggets about you know li- li- living in bubble life, people will say if they lose tonight, well, how many teams come back from a 3-1 deficit? Listen, they put themselves in that situation by getting blown yep. out in a couple yep. of games. They should not get credit for coming back from a 3-1 deficit. You know why? They never should have been in that situation to begin with, especially getting blown out the way that they did. So I don't want to hear from people about coming back from a 3-1 deficit, living the bubble life. Murray was terrific. At the end of the day, they just weren't good enough, and you know what? They are the better team. The the Jazz are not the better team. And I suppose you can make the case in a seven-game series, the better team wins. In terms of pure talent, the Nuggets are the better team. But in bubble life, the team that is mentally stronger might have an opportunity to beat the team with better talent. And I hope we don't see that tonight. No, so too. I think between the ears is a great point. And that is a dividing line with any playoff situation where you've got talent across the board. You hear that with the NFL all the time. What's the difference? Coaching, execution, and a plan. Uh, and that's the same thing here. You know, I'll be, I will be curious to see what the fallout is, if any. But you're right. It's hard Harder. I'm not going to say impossible. It's harder to give credit for climbing out of a hole when you dug that ditch yourself. Right. And they and they did. And that's and that's a fair point. And it's going to be up to them to crawl out of it. But I think if it would have been four one bye bye or four you know or something crazy where they were done you know Sunday night or done earlier and just kept not showing up, I think you'd have to have a harder conversation. I don't expect anything radical, even unless they're just blown out. Uh, tonight, which I don't think they will be, but right. it will be interesting, no question. Okay, real quick, obligatory. Who's going to win and why? You're up. <sighs> my heart says the Nuggets. My head says Utah. Really? Because the Nuggets have never they've never done it down three one. They've had two cracks in seven, lost them both. But but again, this is neutral. It's bubble life. So uh, I'm predicting because I'm on deadline. You know, just to make it all about me, that it will go to overtime. And therefore, I will scream and cry uh, as the as the uh, as the boss ticks, taps away at his foot, waiting for my copy. That's that's my guarantee tonight. By the way, uh, had a chance to look this up. Your column: Will Nolan Arenado be the straw that breaks Breidich's back? That is datelined August thirty first. 
in uh, the Denver Post. Sean Keeler from another planet. Says, uh, I'm telling you. I'm telling yeah, you. Didn't write that yeah, because yeah, what what happens is like you've got these three featured stories that you go, you you scroll down and. And there's one from a, a, a game in Oakland, a Broncos game in Oakland, and they're all August 31st, 2020 at 7:06 p.m. So there's a there's yeah. a, a bug somewhere in the Denver Post digital first universe. It's wreaking havoc right now. Sean, what I'm about to do is really really bad sports talk radio. You ready? You are on your phone right now, but I would like you to look at the text that I just sent you and tell me what it says. You there? Yeah, it's now it's there. It's not there yet, my friend. I'm in I'm in Boulder County in a bunker. You know that's why the signal's so bad. You're in a bunker. So, I'm in a bunker. What? Yeah, we we're you know I'm, I'm with all the mountain men hiding out. So <laughs> <laughs> well, how you, you gonna watch the, the game? You gonna get any reception? <laughs> I do. I got I got rabbit ears. Nice. To, uh, next to my next to my RV. Nice. I make it work. Sean Keeler, Denver Post sports columnist. Read him. <laughs> As often as you can, even when his stuff was written eight months ago, it'll seem current. Thank you, Sean. Thanks, guys. All right. Coming up after the break, Vic Fangio said some, at least in my opinion, some troubling things about the offense today. Cortland Sutton had, well, maybe some troubling things to say as well. What were they from both guys? That's next. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.